You're listening to World Talk Radio. Obesity, Thomas Pierce with The Last Rose, and hip-hop music scene with Heather Brittany all coming up next on Star Style. Be the star you are with your host, Cynthia Bryan. Stay tuned. Get informed. Did you know that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors? You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. What is the ability to get better? How is it done? Why do some improve and others don't? Can you become a master? Join us each week for a radio show that will show you how. It will incorporate scientific transformational tools that you can understand and use in your life immediately. You'll learn how to get better at everything. From improving your finances to creating your deepest love. From designing the beautiful fit body you deserve to finding your highest purpose and much more. The program is Get Better Now. Living Mastery with Sifu Marcus Lovemore. Every Wednesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on World Talk Radio Studio A. Listen. The world is talking. World Talk Radio. Studio A. Welcome to our radio talk party, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. I am very happy to be here with you every week as your personal growth success coach. This show is brought to you from the uh, charity Be the Star You Are since its founding in 1999. It has served approximately 165,000 individuals within 58 organizations, logged over 300,000 volunteer hours, and distributed 1.5 million in resources. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. Today's show, we're featuring Yolanda Levi. Is She talks about children's obesity. And then Thomas Pierce will celebrate love and eternal life with his book, The Last Rose. And then Heather Brittany will be going to the music scene for today's fun backstage music. So get ready to pump your energy. Love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams. The Miracle Moment is brought to you from Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life for personal or phone consultations to jumpstart your dreams. Visit star-style.com or call 925-377-STAR. 
And the miracle moment is be who you are meant to be. Be in the moment and celebrate now. Well, we, we have today, we're going to be talking about a very serious issue with our first guest, Yolanda, because she knows the causes, the challenges, and the solutions for a healthier life. She is a former police officer, and she has really been upset and cares about our kids and what we can do to keep them from obesity. Welcome, Yolanda, to Be the Star You Are. How are you, Cynthia? <laughs> now, Yolanda, is it Levi or Levy? It's Levy. Levy. Okay, I said it, I said it both ways because I wanted to make sure I'd get it right. <laughs> That's fine. People call me Levi, too. Well, thank you, first of all, for being on the show and talking about a, a, a subject that is very, very uh, critical. Now, w- maybe you could start off by giving us some of the primary causes of obesity besides heredity. Uh, part of it is sugar. Uh, the kids are... are consuming too much sugar. Uh, sugar actually gets into the body and it actually turns into to fat cells, which kids are consuming a lot of sugar and they don't burn it off. Well, and they're also, they're also drinking just a lot of soda pop, right, that has tons of sugar and nothing sugar. good in it. Tons of sugar and, you know, they, they've been brought up on it and you can't really wean them off of it all, all at one time. My parents don't understand they should actually switch up you put your child something a little healthier. How about giving them some juice that's actually fresh juice to squeeze, put a little bit of carbonated water in there, and it tastes like a carbonated soda. Uh, it's this fat and fast food, this fat in the fast food. That's another problem. Well, you talk quite a bit there about fast foods. In fact, you give a list of the fast foods and, and are we eating more. And, of course, what's happened is we are supersizing everything. You know, I talk about that all the time. Uh, when, when I, you know, I'm kind of dating myself, but that's okay. I'm 50. Going on. No, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you are a lecturer, a speaker, and, you know, I'm sure you'll tell us a little bit about uh, being a police officer for over 14 years until you had an injury. I mean, so you're not dating yourself. You are being very current. <laughs> well, actually, you know, when I, when I was little, younger, you know, when uh, fast food restaurants first came out, everything was one size. You didn't have what we have. I call it triple size. Everything was in small portions. And the stuff that we ate then, we ate it as a treat. It was not eaten, eaten every day, all day long. You got it once in a while. Well, what's happening is the parents are feeding the kids this stuff every day, all day long, six, seven days a week, and it's actually just adding to the, to the obesity problem with these children. And that also, it affects body, mind, and spirit. So when we're talking about obesity, some of the things that you talk about in your book, and the name of the book is Our Children's Obesity, The Causes, the Challenges, the Solutions for a Healthier Life by Yolanda Levy. And uh, she is a health guru. And the, one of the things is, is that it's not just the weight that we're putting on, but what obesity also leads to diabetes, psychological problems, poor body image, bullying. It's a host of other things that happen to you when you get too fat. Well, let me give you a prime example if I can, Cynthia. I would. We'd like that. Uh, My family, I'm going to take my family member because it's near and dear. You know, first of all, my mom and dad passed away uh, from diabetes, from eating poorly. I have a nephew. He weighs 500 pounds. My nephew, what, four or five years ago, he was real desperate and actually asking, crying out for the family members to actually help him. He's a candidate. He should have had bypass. He's a candidate for it. Uh, He was told no. 
So he wound up doing drastic things, taking drugs, doing speed, and it didn't come to light till the individual, the parent, went and started snooping around in the bathroom, and she found it, and then she found the note. So here this young man is. He's not going to live to be 30, he's, you know, and he's got really poor self-image. He's been in college, and he would come home and say, hey, I sit on the bench, the other kids, the bench flies up, the other kids get up, they make fun of me. So he's a prime example of what we're talking about when we say parents don't really understand what goes on with these children uh, when they're actually teased or they're made fun of or they have a poor self-image because they're overweight because of uh, poor eating. Well, and, you know, this is one of the reasons that you wanted to write the book is, first of all, your years as a public, public safety officer, you saw a lot of, of terrible things, but also your family members, you know from a very personal experience, yeah. the whole relationship with food, the unhealthy relationship, I should say, that teens have, and then what happens after that. Exactly. Um, I have an older sister now who's diabetic, type 2 diabetes. Uh, because of her eating habits, uh, like I said, it runs in my family, uh, and so I made a conscious choice to, to change my, myself as a teenager. I was heavy, uh, and you know, kids can be their own worst enemies. Uh, as a teenager, I laid around one summer and did absolutely nothing but take out, eat all the wrong stuff, and it took a classmate taking one look at me saying, you are fat, straight out. It struck a chord with me, and I went home. I said, okay, <laughs> time to get up off the couch, throw away the potato chips, cut back, and exercise. And by the time I was a senior, I went from a 13, 14 to a size 2. Wow. Well, Yolanda, though, I wanted to bring out a point when you had a friend that said to you you were fat, and it really was a wake-up call for you because you realized, you know, that you were endangering your health as well as just your, your whole overall self-esteem and your future probably. This had to be a friend that you really trusted because one of the things you talk about in your book is that sometimes, you know, willpower is not just enough because you have to have, like, a support system. Exactly. The, the kids definitely need a support system, and it starts in the home. Well, for me, you know, my parent, my mom was from the South, so she, you know, you know that food. That's all. Yeah, all the grits and, you know, <laughs> all that was the from fried the stuff, right? So, yeah, you know, crab and all the stuff. And, you know, one, I didn't have a taste for that kind of food anyway. I was pretty much a plain Jane, but it was the junk food that got me. And I, I decided then to make a choice. And, you know, by doing that, Cynthia, I hate to say this, my family members shunned me pretty much because I was thin and they were all heavy, and so I went throughout life, even, even in my adult life, just being shunned by my family because I chose to be healthy. See, that to me is really sad, is that you were really attempting to get your life on track because, as you said, number one, you wanted to be healthy, but because they saw being thin as being against them as opposed to, you know, being healthy, then that had a negative, uh, you know, a negative reinforcement for you. Yes. How did you handle that then? You know, I did you really distance yeah. yourself from them because you knew you were doing the right thing. And this is something that you're very passionate about today, and you speak about is helping teens and young people and anyone get healthy. Exactly. You know, I did not, Cynthia. I did not handle it well, even as an adult here. You know, I'm 50 years old. I don't mind telling people I'm 50. I don't look at the over 30 with grown kids. Even now, if it took me to the age of 48 to finally say enough. I have to live and love me. I can't worry about what my siblings are saying about me, but it took me that long. And I still, you know, I still have problems with that because here I'm trying to fit in. 
I want you to repeat that, Yolanda, because what you just said is profound and important. The number one person in the room is yourself. Exactly. And we have to get to that point in life where we love ourselves first and we can't worry about the other people because when we love ourselves, then that's when we send out the vibrations and the happiness out into the world and it reflects back. But until we respect ourselves and love, our, love ourselves, we can't get well, can we? No, we can't. And, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's a thing with me. And because I, it's so pass, I'm so passionate about obesity, it runs in my family and all the things I went through, the trauma as a kid and as an adult, I, if I can help one child, my job is done. I mean, I am willing to reach out to any child or their parent that wants help because these kids need to have some guidance. It has to start with the family. It has to start with the parents. It can't, the kids cannot do it by themselves. They need it. The family unit needs to do it. Well, I'm sure one of the reasons, and maybe you, you can speak to this, is that when you were growing up, uh, usually people had a family meal and they would at least sit around the table. Today, as you were saying earlier with all the fast food, kids are eating on the run, and they're choosing things that aren't, aren't healthy. So the family meal seems to have gone by the wayside, and that's probably another re- reason that uh, people are getting fatter and more obese and contributing to ill health. Now, one of the research that you found said that people who lose just 7% of their weight and exercise 30 minutes a day, cut their risk of diabetes by 60%. That's huge. It's huge, and it's all it takes, Cynthia. It takes, and when I'm saying 30 minutes of exercise, you know, I'm one of those, one of those people that love to, to work out, but I'm talking about walking with the family, you know, getting out, getting, moving. It can be getting, fun is what you're saying. You can make fun. exercise Go fun. Bowl. You can dance. You can swim. You can hike. Exactly. You can walk your dog. Exactly. Just get up and move. That's all you got to do. Cut back on the junk, eat more healthier foods, and move, and you will feel a lot better, and the weight will come off, and, it, and it's got to be a mindset. It can't be, oh, I'm on a diet. Diets do not work. And I tell people when I talk to them and I work with them, first thing I tell them, are you ready to make a, a switch in mindset? If you're not ready to make that switch in the mind, it's not, I don't care what I can do with you, it's not going to change the outcome. You have to be well, able- you also talk about being a defensive eater, which is learning to stop eating before you're full. So there's a few tips that you give in order to do that. Do you want to give a couple of those thoughts? Yeah, what I, what I like to do, is if, if you go to the restaurants, what I do all the time, you know, I'm saying, you know, if you want to eat a healthy, a fattening meal, pick one day. Go to the restaurant, and now in the restaurants, you can say they serve three, or four, or five portions. What I normally do with my husband, I'll say, okay, I'll order what I'm going to order, but I tell him, bring me a box, and I only eat a portion of it. I don't eat it all in one sitting because when you start to get full, that's, your stomach is telling you to stop, and people don't do that. They keep eating until they're sick. Or what I like to do, I'll get a dessert, and I'll split it to my husband. Would you like to have half? Just give me a taste of it. You can even eat some of the food you want to eat, but it's all about portion control and actually knowing when to stop. Well, you know, I remember when I was young being told, you know, you have to eat everything on your plate because there are babies starving in China, and it might be today Africa or whatever. But I think that especially that many people had something similar like that said, and that instills habits that you've got to clean your plate. So what you are advocating, and it's such a great idea, is don't clean your plate. Take a doggy bag home. Take it, box it. Have it for lunch the next day or dinner the next day. Exactly. You don't have to eat it all because it's all there on your plate. There's nothing saying you have to eat it all. And I was one of those people my mom said, clean your plate. And you're like, (laughs) 
you know, a lot of food, but I was never really a big eater. So it's a little thing. It's just the little things that they need to do that will actually make even a, even a small change. And, you know, this is the way it is in life. It's the small steps. If, whenever we look at something and we look at the whole big picture, I mean, if you have a lot of weight to lose, it's really difficult to even take that first step. But if It'll you decide, I'm just going to cut back a little bit, I'm going to exercise a few more minutes a day, and I'm going to make it fun, then I think you can do it. Exactly. Now, I know that you speak, you know, you are a life coach and a motivational speaker, and you also volunteer a great amount of your time and money to nonprofit groups, especially mentoring, and that is very important. Would you talk a little bit about your days as a police officer? I know you were injured, and it was a life-changing experience for you. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, how it was on the job and why you're so passionate today about helping teens. Well, you know, I, you know, as I said, I was a police officer for 14 years, and I dealt with a lot of, a lot of kids. And, you know, and my thing was I had another person ask me, well, did you run up to kids and you just take things away from them? I'm like, no. I said, if you really take the time to stop and talk to the kids and listen, the kids, if there's something, if they're overweight, they're having a problem with, a, with any kind of eating disorder, if you listen, you will understand and figure out what it is that's wrong with them. Parents are not listening to their kids. These kids now, what, they're texting. What is that? We had no t- texting when I was a kid. But as an officer, I had, you know, that was my job, to sit and talk and understand and assist. So, you know, for 14 years, this is what I did. I love people. And when I got injured, I got sick and almost lost my life three times, it was a wake-up call uh, for me to, okay, you need to do what you need to do to stay alive for your kids, your family. And while being sick, you know, I still have problems today that I must deal with on a daily basis, but I'm doing a lot better. I decided, look, I want to help people. You know, I know all about being healthy. And, and, you know, I don't have a degree, but I've been in bodybuilding, and, you know, I'm an amateur bodybuilder, and I know little simple things that will help people, and I take a look at these children, and I, I, I want to cry. I literally want to cry. I, uh... Well, you know, Yolanda, in talking about a degree, I don't think you need a degree in anything to have life experiences because you've been there, done that. You, you actually had on-the-job training for all these years. Yeah. And now this has become your life's mission, your life's work to help other people be healthy and to eliminate obesity. And you also, in your book, and again, the name of the book is Our Children's Obesity, The Causes, the Challenge, Solutions for a Healthier Life, you also uh, talk about, um, about eating disorders and the, the dangerous challenges that teens face and the causes of the eating disorders, and that is really something that we all have to to look at because besides obesity as an eating disorder, there's there's also anorexia, you know, and bulimia and other kinds of disorders with teens. Let's give out your website, uh, Yolanda, so people can go to your website, get information, and find out, you know, what you can do to help them. They can go to obesityofficer.com. Obesityofficer.com. The name of the book, once more, are Children's Obesity, The Causes, The Challenges, Solutions for a Healthier Life. Yolanda Levy, obesityofficer.com. Yolanda, keep doing the good work, and thank you for being on Be the Star You Are. Thank you. I enjoyed it. We'll be back in a minute. We'll be talking to Thomas Pierce with The Last Rose. Stay with us. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style. Be the star you are. This business like no business can hold you in the dark. 